Brought to you by Mountaineer fans, for Mountaineer fans, the Country Road Webcast. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another special bonus episode of the CRW Podcast here with a synopsis of WVU football signing day for the 2023 class here. That took place back on December 21st is when the signing period began. I believe it runs for about three days there. West Virginia actually picked up a an additional signee, an 18th signee, I think unexpectedly to some on December 22nd here, a day later on the day that I'm recording this. So actually worked out good that I waited a day later to kind of get this out to you guys. I was initially planning to do a signing day recap live stream kind of on the Country Roads webcast channel, but I was actually blessed enough to be asked by Coos to join a signing day recap over on his channel with a bunch of other West Virginia guys that cover recruiting and do a really great job of it. You know, Coos from Coos's Corner, of course, over on YouTube. If you listen to this on the audio side, he's on podcast platforms as well. And then Mountaineer Paul from Mountaineer Paul Talks Football on YouTube. And then Travis Kenobi from Last Word on CollegeFootball.com, a writer from over there that covers West Virginia and West Virginia recruiting and does a really great job. So all those guys do a really great job of covering West Virginia and covering West Virginia recruiting. So I was super excited to join them. And we went for almost two hours last night on a live stream talking about the class pretty extensively as well as taking some Q&A there towards the end. So if you guys didn't get a chance to check that out, I encourage you to check it out. I think you can find it on Coos's Corner on any podcast platform for you guys listening on the audio side that prefer it that way. And then, of course, the video version on YouTube, just like this episode right here, will be the sign of day synopsis I'm going to do, which I will try and keep a little bit more brief here for you guys. But I'm just basically going to run through West Virginia's class as it's listed on the official university site. And then I'm going to go through the rankings, um, kind of from 247's rankings, rivals rankings, and ESPN's rankings. Take a look at West Virginia's class. Add some of my thoughts along the way, of course. And then I've got some interesting comments from Jed Drenning, who helped host the National Signing Day with Tony Caridi. They kind of put some of those into a written article over on the WVUsports.com website. And I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm going to share my screen with you guys for part of this that are tuned in on the video side. So before I get too much further, let me remind you guys, that are tuned in on the video side, which this is on the Country Roads webcast YouTube page for you guys that are listening on the audio side that may not know there is a video version up there. But if you are tuned into the video version here on our YouTube, do us a favor while you're in here, hit that thumbs up button, give us a like. It really helps this video's performance and helps future video's performances as well. 
And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Helps us, helps you, helps get more of this Mountaineer sports content out to Mountaineer Nation. But for those of you that are tuned in on the audio side, which you can find on any podcast platform you prefer. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, leave us a rating. That helps. And if you're on any other podcast platform, whether it be Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, you're obviously a big West Virginia fan to be listening to this. So share us around with other West Virginia fans. You may know that will really help us as well as we continue to try and grow the Country Roads webcast community throughout Mountaineer Nation. But that being said, with no further ado, let's get into taking a look at West Virginia's 2023 recruiting class as it stands right now following National Signing Day. All right, so starting at the top here with Rodney Gallagher, I think everyone would probably agree the gem of this class for West Virginia Really great player coming from the state of Pennsylvania, but Uniontown, obviously, really close to Morgantown. Grew up a WVU fan, and West Virginia was able to secure him over some really tough competition, especially late in the game when West Virginia had some questions after firing Shane Lines and things like that. Penn State was really in on him hard, trying to get him to go there. Instead, he ultimately comes to WVU, where I think he will factor in right away, and I'm honestly expecting him to probably end up as the team's starting slot receiver for the 2023 season. He's that talented, and he's that type of explosive player that West Virginia has hasn't had in quite some time. All right, and as for Rodney Gallagher's rankings, 247 Sports has him as a four-star player, number 36 wide receiver in the country, number five in the state of Pennsylvania, top 250 player nationally. Rivals also has him as a four-star and a top 10 player in the state of Pennsylvania, whereas ESPN has him as an ESPN 300 recruit, the number 13 athlete in the country, listed as an athlete on ESPN. Of course, expected to play wide receiver at West Virginia, as I said, most likely inside receiver. Who knows if he factors in as a return man as well. He has that type of capability, but he's going to find ways to get the ball to him on offense. But six foot 160 also a four-star on ESPN. Like I said, number 13 athlete in the country there. ESPN 300 player, 82 overall grade, highest graded player in the class, according to ESPN as well. I think that is the case for all three services. Moving along here now to the next player, and that is Josiah Jackson, a defensive back for West Virginia from Ohio. He is one of actually two defensive backs named Jackson that West Virginia secured in this class. Yes, both from Fairfield, Ohio, because they are brothers, actually, West Virginia, bringing in brothers in the defensive backfield. This is the first of those that we'll talk about in Josiah Jackson. He is the 52nd ranked cornerback in the nation, according to 247, as well as the 15th ranked player in the state of Ohio. Rivals also list him as a three-star player, top 26 player in the state of Ohio, and a top 90 player at his position, according to Rivals whereas ESPN has him as a three-star player with a 77 grade and the number 91 cornerback in the country. Moving on, a linebacker here with a familiar last name, I'm sure, Josiah Trotter, and that is, yes, the son of Jeremiah Trotter, the former Philadelphia Eagles standout linebacker. As you see, he's from Philadelphia in the state of Pennsylvania as well. West Virginia doing a good job recruiting the surrounding states. As you see here, the first few players, all West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and these first five names that we see here on the list. But in Trotter's case, I think he is arguably the highest rated West Virginia recruit on defense and probably the gem of that side of the ball for West Virginia in this recruiting class. He is a three-star, according to 247 Sports, but a number 42 linebacker in the country and a top 10 player in 
in the state of Pennsylvania, whereas Rivals ranks him as a four-star player, actually, and a top 10 player in the state and a top 15 linebacker in the country. ESPN agrees with Rivals as well on the four-star rating, also giving him an 80-grade number 15 linebacker in the country, according to ESPN. And then moving on to the signal caller that the Mountaineers are bringing in in this class, and I think that he has a chance to be the Mountaineers' third-string quarterback this season, obviously, with the only other quarterbacks on campus besides Nico Marchio and Garrett Green going to be walk-ons and preferred walk-ons. you got to think that the only scholarship quarterback coming in as a true freshman has a great chance to secure that third-string spot there for the Mountaineers, and that is Sean Boyle coming to the Mountaineers from the state of North Carolina there in the city of Charlotte. You guys may remember West Virginia did have a quarterback committed in the past a long time ago, Raheem Jeter. They chose to go another way and then decided to go with Sean Boyle out of Charlotte Catholic High School in North Carolina not too much later after that and Sean Boyle was listed as a three-star player on 247 Sports number 52 quarterback in the country and a top 30 player in the state of North Carolina. Rivals also rates him as a three-star player and a top 30 player in the state of North Carolina. Meanwhile, ESPN rates the six foot two, 200-pound quarterback as a three-star prospect with a 76th grade and rates him as the number 36 quarterback prospect in the country. Next, we have our first legacy player that pops up of a couple that are in this Mountaineer recruiting class. This one's an in-state player coming right from Morgantown, right there at the University City. Noah Braham, and of course that name probably sounds familiar, son of Rich Braham, West Virginia Hall of Fame offensive lineman. And Noah Braham's the type of player that Neil Brown described as really hardworking and thinks that he's got the style that he could potentially even play defense. So he's a guy that Neil Brown thinks could be one of those two-way players. It's going to kind of factor in as an H-back slash tight end type right away. But let's see what he's rated at as far as these services are concerned. 247 Sports rates him as a three-star tight end, number 68 at the position, but the number three player in the state of West Virginia. Rivals actually has the 6'2", 225-pounder listed as an athlete, but they have him as a three-star athlete with a 5.5 rating. ESPN, surprisingly enough, and to Neil Brown's credit with his comments, does list Noah Braham as a linebacker on defense. So there you go, three different services. 247 Sports lists Noah Braham as a tight end. Rivals lists him as an athlete. And then you get ESPN listing him as an inside linebacker. ESPN has him rated as a three-star player, 70 overall rating, number 64 inside linebacker in the country. So very versatile there, what you may get from Noah Braham. And I'm sure that he's going to factor in during his Mountaineer career. Next up here, we have another player from North Carolina in Ben Cutter. And this is a linebacker from Denver, North Carolina that I'm actually really excited about. I think he flew under the radar recruiting-wise. He racked up a ton of tackles in high school. And I think he's the type of linebacker that's kind of in the mold of a Nick Kwiatkowski, Reed Williams type is kind of what we were mentioning on that signing day special I was talking about you guys that we did over on Kuz's channel. And I think a lot of us really agree about his potential and that he could be one of the ones that factors in early in his career. 247 Sports has been cutter rated as the number 34 player in the state of North Carolina, number 114th linebacker in the country and a three-star prospect. Like I say there, the ratings don't blow you away, but I'm telling you, if you watch this guy's film and just a little bit of it, look at his numbers even, his statistics and the tackles that he racked up, he seems like a true ball hawk that's always around the ball on defense. Um, number 30 34 player in the state of North Carolina and a three-star prospect according to rivals. And then ESPN has him rated a little bit higher, actually. 
three-star prospect for the six-foot-one, two hundred twenty-five-pound linebacker, but a seventy-seven rating actually, so pretty high in West Virginia's class, according to ESPN, who actually has him as the number thirty-two inside linebacker in the country. And then next up, we have Oren Fisher, a defensive end that West Virginia brought in, and this guy has a lot of size coming out of the state of Kentucky. Like I said, West Virginia doing a good job recruiting the surrounding states in this recruiting class, and Oren Fisher is obviously another case of that. Like I said, great size, six foot six, going to need to put on a little bit of weight, only listed at 205 pounds here on 247 Sports, but three-star player, number 78, edge rusher in the country, number six player in the state of Kentucky, and then rivals lists, Oren Fisher actually as a three-star player as well, but they have him as a top 50 defensive end in the country and a top seven player in the state of Kentucky. ESPN rates him as the 139th best defensive end in the country, three-star player with a 75 grade. Next up here, as you see, James Hurd Jr., listed as a linebacker coming out of the state of New Jersey. And this guy has been described to me, I think Travis Kenobi is the one that brought this up on that signing day special, as possibly the first true bandit that West Virginia has had here in the Neil Brown era. We've been searching for some productivity at the bandit position. And it seems like James Hurd Jr. may be the first player coming in that's tailor-made to provide some of that production. He seems like a very good pass rusher. And I think Neil Brown has spoken even as much in his press conference yesterday, if you guys called it, that he expects James Hurd Jr. to be able to play game one for West Virginia in 2023. Maybe that's as a pass rushing specialist, but if he's coming in on third downs and even doing that and providing West Virginia with something that they haven't had, that's a plus. But who knows? He may factor into the competition to earn the starting job at the bandit position this season. I think he's maybe the most underrated player in the class in a class that's full of underrated players for West Virginia. 247 Sports rates the 6'2", 220-pound herd as the number 49 linebacker in the country and a top 10 player in the state of New Jersey, whereas Rivals actually has James Hurd listed as a defensive end. So there you see the versatility. And with the defensive end linebacker hybrid tendencies of the bandit position, you can kind of see why people are saying that he's tailor-made. 247 Sports having him as linebacker. Rivals having him as a defensive end. Um, Number three player in the state of New Jersey according to rivals at the defensive end position also ranked as the number 17th player in the country there according to rivals who rate him as a four-star player actually ESPN ranks heard as the 78 overall grade so pretty good grade there three-star rating on ESPN but I have him as a top 40 outside linebacker in the country and then moving on to another legacy player here and that is TJ Johnson Tory Johnson Jr. is the full name there from Chesapeake, Virginia, listed as a wide receiver here. Neil Brown talked about maybe him growing into a tight end role later in his career. But as far as my thoughts overall, I think he's got a chance to be a really good player. He's very athletic, um, quick for his size that he possesses, but I could definitely see why Neil Brown feels that he could grow into a tight end role. I think he's a bit more of a hybrid right now, may start his career more as an inside receiver type and then kind of, like I said, grow into that tight end position. But he definitely has the pedigree. Six foot four, 215 pounds, according to 247 Sports. Three-star player on there. 155th ranked receiver in the country nationally, top 30 player in the state of Virginia. And then Rivals actually lists him as an athlete and has him as a top 30 player in the state of Virginia and a three-star overall recruit. ESPN actually has him listed as a tight end. He can have him as a three-star player with a 74 grade, but have him as the number 38 tight end in the country. Next up here is Zachariah Keith, another long edge defender that the Mountaineers brought in 
Neil Brown said in his press conference that his body type, he kind of feels is similar to Sean Martin. And we've seen Sean Martin and the success that he has had early in his career, especially this past season, taking over as a starter at defensive end. And I think he's going to kind of be the anchor of the defense for West Virginia along that defensive line, as he seems to be the only one kind of returning. He got steals moving on to the draft. Taj Austin and Jordan Jefferson both transferring. So uh, Sean Martin's kind of the key piece coming back there on the defensive line now. But Zachariah Keith, another edge rusher with great size coming out of the state of Georgia and with his size he has a chance to play early as well I think six foot five 250 pounds 70th ranked player at his position in the country and a top 70 player out of the state of Georgia as well according to 247 rivals also gives him a three-star rating there on their service whereas ESPN lists him as a three-star as well but has a little bit better grade on him with a 77 grade according to their service and has him as a top 100 defensive end in the country flipping it over to the other side of the ball but remaining in the trenches we have Nick Cray an offensive lineman from the state of Pennsylvania Nick Cray got good size as well six foot five 285 pounds according to 247 100 ranked offensive lineman in the country top 30 player in the state of Pennsylvania and a three-star recruit rivals agrees with the three-star rating and has him as the number 22 player in the state of Pennsylvania ESPN also lists him as a three-star 74 grade on ESPN number 114th offensive tackle in the country according to their service next up Another fast, speedy receiver for the Mountaineers that they brought in. This one coming out of the state of Florida there from the city of Tallahassee. Traylon Ray, a great receiver that I think has got a chance to factor in as well. Right up there with Rodney Gallagher. I think both these guys could play a part early in their careers with what West Virginia has lost in the wide receiver room. According to 247 Sports, he is another four-star player that the Mountaineers brought in. Six foot two, 185 pounds top 50 wide receiver in the country and a top 65 player in the state of Florida. Rivals actually list him as a three-star player on their service, but a top 85 wide receiver in the country. Fortunately for Mountaineer fans, ESPN concurs with 247 on the four-star rating and grades him as an 80 overall player. So right up there, with Rodney Gallagher and Josiah Trotter. According to ESPN, those are the highest graded players in the class, all three 80 and above grades, 80 for Traylon Ray and 80 for Josiah Trotter. And then I said earlier, 82 for Rodney Gallagher, the only ESPN 300 recruit in the class. Uh, But Traylon Ray, a four-star recruit, according to ESPN, top 50 wide receiver in the country. And like I said, the 80 overall grade. Moving on to one of my favorite players in the class personally, and I've got some you know more thoughts on him that I'll talk about a little bit later on before we close out here on this episode of the Country Roads webcast. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, by the way, as we continue here throughout about halfway through this class here, and then going to get to some final thoughts of mine and some thoughts from a more respected opinion, of course, and that being Jed Drenning that covers West Virginia football, of course, and he gave some great input yesterday on their National Signing Day show, and I'm going to show some of his thoughts here to close out the show and those actually pertain to this player Jaheim White a running back that I'm really excited about also out of the state of Pennsylvania five foot ten 185 pound guy that I think gives West Virginia an element that they haven't had at the running back position in quite a while one of those guys that West Virginia used to have a lot back in the early 2000s and that's a quick twitch super speedy guy that can really run well and do things in the open field um, he's a long strider great footwork um, and like I said really fast and 
outruns the defense once he gets into the open field and makes people miss. And so I'm excited to see what he can do, especially knowing that he's an early enrollee, going to be here for the spring. I know West Virginia's running back room is loaded, but I think there's some ways to be able to get him the ball and let him factor in this season. And I think Neil Brown alluded to as much as well during his signing day segments. As you can see here, according to 247 Sports, three-star ranking, top 50 running back in the country, but a top 15 player in the state of Pennsylvania. Rivals actually agrees with the three-star rating, but has him as a top 25 running back in the country and the number 11 player in the state of Pennsylvania. ESPN gives him one of the higher grades in the class with a 77. Comes out as the three-star on ESPN as well. Has him as the number 63 rated running back in the country, though. But I'm super excited about Jaheim White had absolutely monster numbers in high school, ran for over 6,000 yards. I know he had a 300-plus yard rushing uh, game this year where I believe he had more than five rushing touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. So he's a guy that really seems explosive, and I hope that he continues that in college, and we'll see what he can do here in the spring. Then he'll be involved with spring practice for the Mountaineers, so we'll get a look at him early. Uh, moving on here, Johnny Williams, the fourth offensive lineman out of Georgia. And this guy has absolute tremendous size coming in as a freshman. Neil Brown said in his press conference that he takes up the entire door frame of a house when he stands there. Uh, was what really impressed Neil Brown when he went to visit him. But as you can see here, according to 247 Sports, six foot seven. 315 pounds as a freshman coming in. That's unheard of almost. Top 55 offensive tackle in the country. Top 80 player in the state of Georgia, according to 247. Rivals also has him as a three-star player. And they have him as a top 70 offensive lineman in the country and also a top 70 player out of the state of Georgia. Whereas ESPN actually gives Williams a 79 grade, making him one of the top four highest graded players in West Virginia's class, according to ESPN. So they're a little bit more higher on him on, on their service. But they also give him a three-star grade and rate him as a top 40 offensive tackle in the country, actually rated as the 37th. Then moving on here, another offensive lineman in Cooper Young out of the state of Pennsylvania. Cooper Young on 247 Sports, six foot five, 280 pounds, number 90 offensive lineman in the country and a top 30 player in the state of Pennsylvania, whereas Rivals has him listed as a three-star player, but they have him as the number 16 player in the state of Pennsylvania and the number 32 offensive guard in the country in their, on their recruiting service there on Rivals, whereas ESPN here has him number 77 offensive guard in the country, three-star rating, and a 75 grade. And then moving on to the other running back that the West Virginia Mountaineers brought in in this class, and this guy's from Point St. Joe, Florida. And if you've never heard of Port St. Joe, according to Neil Brown, that's the reason why they were able to sneak in and get this guy as he flew under the radar because Port St. Joe is a smaller town there in Florida that's not as well known, according to Neil Brown. Uh, but DJ Oliver, certainly very an explosive player at that running back position. And you're going to love his size here, kind of going to make you reminisce to a player in this past recruiting class named CJ Donaldson. And we all know how that turned out because DJ Oliver here on 247 Sports listed at six foot, 240 pounds, top 75 running back in the country, top 150 player in the state of Florida. But I've also heard that with that 240 pound frame, he still has speed. He 
apparently ran a sub 4.540 and is somewhere in the 4.4 ranges on that 40-yard dash time. So that is very good for a player his size and apparently appears to be very agile despite that size. So not only is he going to bring you some power, but he can bring some speed along with it. So that's big to have there, especially with West Virginia more moving to more of a rushing attack here in 2023. Rivals agrees with 247 Sports on the three-star rating, as does ESPN. ESPN rating him as a top 100 running back in the country and giving him a 75 overall grade. And then here we are at the other Jackson brother. This one listed as an athlete. Both believed to play defensive back, though, as I said earlier, both from Fairfield, Ohio, as they are brothers. We talked about Josiah Jackson earlier. Now we're going to talk about Jordan Jackson, who also is believed to play defensive back, but I believe is listed as an athlete on most services as we look through here, his ratings on those services. Yes, on 247 Sports, he is also listed as an athlete, 5'11", 175 pounds, top 45 athlete in the country though and a top 20 player in the state of Ohio. Rivals agrees on both the athlete designation and the three-star rating has him as the number 21st player in the state of Ohio and a top 33 athlete in the country. ESPN is actually very high on him as well. 79 overall grade to be a top five highest graded player in West Virginia's class according to ESPN who has him as a top 40 athlete in the country at number 37 and a three-star player there as well and then wrapping it up for the Mountaineers in this class is the late signee that I told you guys just came in a day later than all the others did West Virginia signed 17 players yesterday and have signed one today on the day that I'm recording this episode which is December 22nd and that late signee came from the state of Kentucky and it's a safety in Aiden Nelson. Aiden Nelson on 247 sports site actually listed as an athlete six foot one 185 pounder top 190 athlete in the country, top 20 player in the state of Kentucky. Rivals also lists Aiden Nelson as an athlete and agrees on the three-star rating. ESPN has Nelson listed as safety, which it appears like he will play at West Virginia. They give him a 71 overall grade, three-star rating, and the number 147th ranked safety in the country, according to ESPN. ESPN also has West Virginia's two transfers listed who I wanted to shout out here as well. That's Montre Miller and Jashawn Polk coming from Kent State, who we talked about in our latest episode of the CRW podcast there on Season 5, Episode 153, which you guys go back and listen to if you haven't already. A special Christmas-themed episode we had a lot of fun with, but also talked about the transfers that West Virginia has gotten in the Mountaineer News segment there if you want to learn a little bit more about these guys but Deshaun Polk probably going to be West Virginia's kick returner next season may factor in at the wide receiver position as well and Montre Miller seems to have a good chance to be one of West Virginia's starting cornerbacks next season depending on who else the Mountaineers bring in Neil Brown did mention on signing day though yesterday that West Virginia does have two other transfer commitments that just haven't gone public yet as far as who they may be I can tell you that Amari Gaynor a linebacker from Florida State visited but I do believe that one of the two commitments this guy also visited. I'm not I'm not 100% confident in saying Gainer is one of the two commitments, but I am pretty confident in saying that I do believe the other one's going to be another wide receiver, this one coming from Cincinnati and Nick Mardner. I think that's one of the two that Neil Brown was referencing that hasn't gone public yet, but we'll see who those are and stay tuned to the Country Roads webcast YouTube channel for updates on those as they come available and transfers as they come in for West Virginia. But we've took a look about the individual players here in the class a little bit. Let's look at how each one of these services ranked West Virginia as a team overall and within the Big 12 Conference as far as recruiting rankings are concerned. (laughs) 
All right, kicking it off with 247 Sports here out of the three services. They have West Virginia as a 42nd overall best-ranked class in 2023, but with a 36th composite ranking, which I think takes more of a factor in of the size of the class because that kind of sometimes hurts your ranking. And that's why you see West Virginia may have dropped in some rankings compared to where they were previously. I know they were, you know, as high as 26 to 31st range, depending on where you looked, you know, kind of heading into signing day. But West Virginia only signing, you know, 18 players now was 17 there on signing day hurts your overall ranking a little bit because you get some teams that have signed, like I know Virginia Tech signed, I think 25 or 26 players. So that made their ranking go up a good bit there. But for West Virginia, you know, these are the high school players they're signing. So that's kind of where they're sitting now. Uh, As far as transfers that come in, hopefully West Virginia does a good job um, landing some of those. I, I don't know if all three of these sites have a transfer ranking, but 247 Sports does. And so far they have West Virginia as the 37th, best ranked transfer class and that's pretty good considering West Virginia only has a couple transfers committed right now like we said hopefully a couple more in the fold that we just haven't heard about yet but there's a look at West Virginia's class according to 247 sports let's take a look at what rivals says all right so taking a look at rivals here they actually have West Virginia at 34th but I don't know if this is based on the signees actually because this has the 20 commitments listed which West Virginia did have a few other players committed that have either didn't sign or chose to go to a couple other places. Uh, Corey McIntyre Jr. and uh, St. John, both players, St. John being offensive lineman and Corey McIntyre being a defensive lineman. So both players in the trenches there. Only verbal commits, as you see here, not part of the 18 players West Virginia signed. So I'm not sure if they're factored into that ranking or not. Either way, though, when you look at rivals, West Virginia currently listed as the 34th best overall class, according to their service. Lastly, let's see what ESPN says about the West Virginia 2023 recruiting class here following National Signing Day. All right, so ESPN, as you can see here as I share my screen with you guys on the video side, if you guys are listening on the audio side, ESPN has a kind of ranking list that also includes a little bit of a write-up, so I'll read through that as well. You guys on the video side can read through it there on your own time if you'd like, of course, as you can view it. But for you guys on the audio side, I'll read through it so you guys can hear what ESPN has to say about the West Virginia class because I believe their class rankings actually have to have ESPN Plus to be able to access if I'm not mistaken. But either way, they have West Virginia ranked as the 33rd best recruiting class in the country thus far and has West Virginia as the sixth best out of the 10 Big 12 teams currently that are in the conference. So not including the new teams that are coming in next season, this ranking only including the current 10 teams in the conference and West Virginia is ranked sixth out of those. They have one ESPN 300 recruit, of course, as I said earlier, in Rodney Gallagher. ESPN says their top offensive commit is athlete Rodney Gallagher, like I said, believed to play wide receiver. And then the top defensive commit is linebacker Josiah Trotter, according to ESPN. And we do believe that he could be a stud there, son of uh, Jeremiah Trotter. And as far as ESPN's thought on the class here and their little write-up under the Mountaineers ranking, I'll read through for you guys. Neil Brown landed a potential anchor for his defense over the coming season in linebacker Josiah Trotter. In the mold of his all-pro father, Jeremiah, Trotter can be a tough, productive presence between the tackles. Offensively, they added a talented three-star running back in Jaheim White who displays good vision and the ability to produce after contact. More on him in a bit. ESPN 300 athlete Rodney Gallagher, who is also a talented basketball player, projects to wide receiver. He displays natural playmaking ability with good quickness, ball skills, and a high ceiling for development with a focus on the position. 
So there's kind of ESPN's thoughts as well as ranking the Mountaineers as the 33rd best class in the country. So actually the highest rating out of all these services coming from ESPN, and they kind of think pretty highly of the West Virginia class there moving forward. So that's kind of the three recruiting services on how they view the West Virginia class. All right, and the last thing I want to share with you guys as I share my screen with you guys on the video side one more time, you'll see this is coming from an article on WVSports.com. You guys can check out, and I believe it's called The Signal Caller, Six Signees to Watch Out For, uh, something along those lines. I may be misquoting the title a little bit there, but the one that I really wanted to talk about was Jaheim White because I actually mentioned this on this uh, that signing day special I was telling you guys over on Coos's Corner that we did to close out signing day for West Virginia and kind of recap their day. One of the things that stood out to me was Jed Drenning's comments during the National Signing Day on Jaheim White, so I'm glad to see him kind of double down on those and can get those in written form where I can show you guys on the video side and read them off for you guys that are listening to this episode on the audio side. I appreciate you guys tuning into either one of those versions, whether it be the video or audio version here on the Country Roads webcast, and hope this has given you a good rundown of West Virginia's recruiting class and kind of some of the thoughts of the players that kind of really stand out. But the aforementioned Jaheim White, a running back that I talked about earlier that I was really excited about because kind of the dynamic ability that he presents and kind of an element that West Virginia hasn't had in recent years. And Jed Drenning's thoughts on this really went a long way to me to telling that I'm not the only one that feels that way and that he really may be a special player that was kind of a diamond in the rough that West Virginia snuck in under the radar at the running back position. As you see here, Jed Drenning says in regards to Jaheim White, He's an early enrollee, and he's been committed to West Virginia the longest. He's going to be excited to be here and be a Mountaineer. So he understands the program. Let's see what happens in the running back room, but White has the skill set to come in and help the team right away. He's sort of built like Steve Slayton was when he came in here as a freshman. And when you watch his style, that's kind of who he reminds me of. He's a strider kind of like Slayton was, and he runs the football sort of like he's returning kickoffs. So there you have it. That's the comment that kind of stood out to me from Jed Drenning during the National Signing Day broadcast with him and Tony Caridi when he was talking about Jaheim White was that not only did he compare the long strides and the speed and how when they get in the open field, it's kind of like they're uh, returning a kickoff, which he doubled down on here. But he also mentioned that their size when coming in was very similar. Um, they have Jaheim White listed as 5'9", 190. I believe Slayton was about 5'9", 185, something along those lines, Jed Drenning said. So very similar builds, very similar running styles, according to Jed Drenning. And I trust his opinion on things like this as does most of Mountaineer Nation I'm I'm sure so hopefully this is a little bit of something to get excited about I know people have kind of been down on the dumps as late according to West Virginia football but I think for me some exciting players coming in the class and the exciting news of West Virginia transitioning to more of a run-heavy offense, which if you haven't heard the details on that, like I said, hop over to the Country Roads webcast YouTube channel and check out a video I did about West Virginia's offensive scheme changing in 2023. Neil Brown made some comments to note as much, and JT Daniels also did an interview with 247 Sports in which he talked about West Virginia transitioning to a new, new offense being one reason that he decided to leave because he felt like he didn't really fit the new scheme that was coming in for West Virginia. So I think there's some things to be excited about for West Virginia fans, whether it be a type of offense that we haven't seen in quite some time at WVU that we had success with back in the past in the early 2000s, and hopefully some players that really fit that scheme that we have on campus. And then I think getting some exciting players in this recruiting class, we needed a bright spot. Hopefully this provides one, and hopefully this has given you guys some good information in regards to these players. And I thought Jed Drenning gave us some great information on Jaheim White, a guy that we can really look at in spring ball and see what he's got here in just a few short months now. (laughs) 
Having said that, that will wrap up this special bonus episode that kind of provided you guys with a synopsis of West Virginia's football signing day here in which they bring home the high school portion of the 2023 recruiting class. Of course, a few more holes to fill. West Virginia is going to add 8 to 12 more transfers, according to Neil Brown, or 8 to 12 total transfers, I guess. So you could be looking at potentially 7 to 10 more uh, coming in for the Mountaineers that they only have two in the fold right now and apparently two others uh, that are currently silent commitments, according to Neil Brown. But hopefully we'll hear more on those soon. And as I said, watch out for Nick Martin or a wide receiver from Cincinnati to be one of those. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for who the other may be. As that information comes out, we'll update you on the Country Roads webcast. Get some episodes out for you guys on the audio version. But for shorter updates on transfers and things like that, like I said, the best way to do it, hop over to the Country Roads webcast YouTube where we do a little bit shorter news update videos that you get there in in addition to the long-form podcast episodes that you'll find here on the audio version. But appreciate you guys tuning into this episode, whether it was the video version here on our YouTube or the audio version that you can find on any podcast platform. And as I said earlier, if you're on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, leave us a rating, and uh, that really helps us there. And any other podcast platform, of course, always share us around. And if you tuned into the video side, we appreciate you here on the Country Roads Webcast YouTube channel. But before you head out, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button. Drop a like on the video. It really helps its performance, which in turn helps future performances here on the channel. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Helps us. Helps you. Helps get more of this Mountaineer sports content out to Mountaineer Nation. That being said, plenty of off-season coverage coming from us here on the Country Roads Webcast. And we'll update you as more off-season news occurs. But pretty good recruiting class for West Virginia overall so far in 2023. think they're going to need to add some key transfer pieces to fill some holes that they have on defense. But I like some of these younger guys that are coming in and don't count out them factoring in to fill some of those holes as well. And we'll see what happens moving forward as some of these guys are early enrollees and could become contributors for the Mountaineers right away in 2023. And they're going to need all the help they can get because it's a must-win year for Neil Brown and this coaching staff. And West Virginia fans really need to have a turnaround season. So hopefully Neil Brown and his staff able to have a turnaround season of their own as well and we can all rejoice together that's a bright side of the coin glass half full kind of outlook but we're going to try and remain positive and cheer for this team moving forward in 2023 and I think this recruiting class is a great start the news of a new offense for West Virginia is a great start as well in my opinion but what are y'all's opinions if you're tuning in on the video side let us know in the comments we appreciate the interaction here as we continue to try and grow the Country Roads webcast community throughout Mountaineer Nation Having said that, as always, I'm Jordan Cruz. And until next time, let's go. Mountaineer. If you really want to know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those.